Let's see Dishmaya. Let's continue on our lessons of getting prepared to meet the king of all kings. And so now let's continue with um, what we're learning in fear due to honor, fear due to honor. And so we've already explained that there's five levels of Yidah. Number one is fear of punishment. Number two, fear of losing honor. Number three, fear of not attaining perfection. Number four, fear due to Hashem's greatness. And number five, fear of sin. So in the last uh, previous lessons, um, we elaborated on the first level, which is fear of punishment. And so the second level, fear of losing honor, is somewhat similar to fear of punishment. So just as with fear of punishment, it is naturally difficult to fear Gehenim because Gehenim is not sensed by the body, but only by the soul. So it is with the honor in Gan Eden. Gan Eden is an intangible, is intangible and can only be perceived by the soul, not the body. And so to attain that level as well, you'll need to utilize the imaginative faculty. Okay, so there's some rare individuals who naturally have a very strong desire for honor. And it's easier for them to attain the fear based on honor, even without imagery. So with most people, the desire for honor is not so apparent. And we can only attain fear based on the honor of Gan Eden if we use imagery. So since we have said that the imaginative faculty is weak, with a lot of people in general, it may be said that, that a person should not work too much with this kind of yirah. So if you are able to, and that's wonderful, but if you will need a lot of time for it, that it's preferable to first attain the simple fear of punishment and then skip to fear based on perfection. So certainly there's some danger whenever one skips a level. Nevertheless, since it's relatively difficult to attain fear based on honor, and it requires a significant investment of time, and since excessive involvement with one's honor can cause more harm than benefit, we'll skip to the next stage. So let's we're going to talk about fear based on perfection. So awareness and desire bring one to fear based on perfection okay fear based on perfection means that a person's desire and, and desire and yearns to be perfect what's perfection the Ram Hal already taught in the first chapter which which by the way we're also teaching the path of, of the jest if you want to join the group let me know i'll send you the link and so he mentioned in the first chapter of Mesilas. Uh, Yasharim, that the only true perfection is attachment to Hashem. As David Amalek said, as for me, Hashem's nearness is my good. And I've asked one thing from Hashem, this alone do I see, to dwell in the house of Hashem all the days of my life. And this alone is good. Anything else that people consider good is mere vanity and deceptive emptiness. You must first develop the awareness that perfection is nothing other than attachment to Hashem. And once you have that awareness, you must have Ratzon, which is will, desire, for that perfection. And when you have true Ratzon, you'll fear lest the Ratzon not be fulfilled. So what can this be compared? A person is invited to a wedding. And let's say he wants to be there for the ceremony, which is called for like 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. And the bus is leaving at 6. And he knows that if he catches it, he'll arrive at the ceremony um, on time. And on his way, the bus stop to the bus stop but still quite a distance from it he sees that the bus is approaching so he begins to fear that he might miss the bus so his strong desire will to, to be on, at that wedding the stronger his fear of missing the bus so conversely the less he cares about getting to the wedding on time the less trouble there's going to be about missing the bus 
So here too, the stronger and more manifest your ratzon for closeness to Hashem, the more you will fear doing anything that might detract from that closeness. Okay, conversely, the more concealed that ratzon, because the idea of attaining closeness to Hashem is merely intellectual, the weaker the fear that it might not be fulfilled. And so there's a big difference between knowing something intellectually and having a strong ratzon for it. Anyone who has internalized the truth of Ramchal's words, the only true perfection is attachment to Hashem, knows and believes that the whole reason we exist is to attain closeness to the Creator. And we all know this. The question is, how strong is your ratzon for what you know? And so if we all have this information, then we will not have a strong connection to the level in question, and we won't fear not achieving it. For example, if, if all we have is the intellectual side of it, then what, what fear can you have? You know, if it's only just something that you just, you know, know. And so there are people who know that it's very important to know the entire Talmud, but yet they could be idle for five hours at a time. And even though it's obvious that they could learn a lot of Talmud in those five hours, that knowledge is removed from their Ratzon. So it doesn't lead to any practical action on their part. If the knowledge is internalized, the desire and aspiration will be evident and any obstacle to achieving it will be forcefully opposed and overcome. So there are three stages to achieving this Yirah. The first is clear understanding that the reason that we exist is to attain closeness to the Creator. The second is translating that understanding into a consistently intensifying Ratzon. And the third is the clear awareness that sin contradicts this Ratzon for closeness to Hashem. So a person could want closeness to Hashem but rarely feel that sin prevents it. And when a person would speak Lashon Ara, he, he would feel that he's destroying his spiritual sensitivity and Yirah would be much stronger. But this is precisely where Hashem tests us. Exactly at that moment that we're tempted to do something wrong, something whispers in our ears, go ahead, success is guaranteed. Don't worry, you'll never be discovered. So in other words, the very force that Hashem himself planted within us to test us makes us feel that the way of the wicked is successful. And that feeling is not limited to material success. In the end, whatever sin we commit, the inevitable result is distance from Hashem. So therefore, even if you have a clear awareness that the goal is closest to Hashem, and you have a strong ratzon to attain that closeness, there's still no guarantee that the ratzon itself will generate the desired fear of sinning. That is, you can desire closeness to Hashem, but you may not sense strongly enough how much a sin contradicts that desire and literally opposes and prevents its fulfillment. So you must therefore know and internalize two facts. The first is that the purpose of life is to attain closeness to the Creator and also develop a ratzon for it. And the second is that sin opposes that ratzon and prevents it. And each of these elements, each of these elements require a long period of work. And let's let's now try to attempt to briefly deal with them to the extent possible with a siyata dishmaya. So let's begin with a simple point. A person knows that his purpose is to be close to the Creator. So how does this become your daily and hourly feeling? How? And if this is not achieved, then your entire avodah Hashem is deficient. So the Hazonish writes that one hour of learning with exertion is better than many hours of lazy study. That's to say that if the Ratzon is strong, the result will be lasting. But if the Ratzon is weak, there's almost no hope for anything meaningful to come from it. 
So although we're bringing up the issue of Ratzon in this discussion of Yirah, the truth is that it's necessary even prior to this level. Every person is unique. We're all unique. You may lack, a person may lack a natural Ratzon to attain Emunah. And that he must arouse a Ratzon for it. You know, another may lack a natural Ratzon to pray because he doesn't feel that the tefillah is vital. His avodah is to arouse Ratzon for that. So every person is born with a certain degree of Ratzon and it differs depending on the issue. A person will naturally want to perform acts of kindness. Another will want to learn Torah. But it will be hard for him to do acts of kindness. Let's say a third will want both, but it will be hard for him to pray. So therefore, whatever issue one's working on first requires an arousal of Ratzon so that the person will truly want to work on it. So the most fundamental point here, which is the goal of life, is for a person to have a true Ratzon to become close to the Creator. And so sometimes, sometimes a person wants to become close to the Creator, but the Ratzon is not strong enough. And a person has to want that himself, that his Ratzon for closeness to Hashem will be strong indeed. So even though we all know this truth intellectually, in order to apply it as a way of Avodah, there has to be a true Ratzon. So if the person still wants to build for himself a Ratzon, you have to be lacking. He has to be lacking the Ratzon, and without it, it's hard for him to even want to want. It's hard to even want to want it. And this is one of the real difficulties in our Avodah. Most people don't have, don't advance past their spiritual level because they lack a true Ratzon to get closer to Hashem. And each one, according to his level, has some kind of Ratzon. But everyone, without exception, even one on a high level, has a Ratzon that stops at a certain point. And he certainly would, would like more, but there's no strong Ratzon for more. So you even have to have a Ratzon to have a, a desire to have more Ratzon. So this issue applies to everyone, to all of us. We must all constantly intensify our positive drives. So how do we arouse the Ratzon? That's a question. There's a method mentioned in the Zohar Kadosh. The Zohar likens the body to a dying ember and the soul to a fire. If the body does not burn brightly with the light of the soul, it must be struck in order to arouse the light of the soul so that both the body and the soul may shine together. And the Zohar is teaching us that the way to awaken the Ratzon of the soul is through the suffering that one inflicts on oneself. However, not everyone is capable of this. In, in our generation, especially most people, are not cut out for such rugged measures. We naturally love and prefer the more pleasant aspects of Avodah Hashem. So therefore, let's not attempt to deal with the methods of self-affliction and self-deprivation at length, but rather mention them briefly. Fasting has always been used to loosen the grip of the body and the soul. In addition to this, rare individuals will roll naked in the snow or break the ice to immerse in the ice-cold waters of a lake or pond. And still others practice a strong form of self-criticism. In fact, there were sadikim who used to, who used to seclude themselves in a forest and criticize themselves concerning this very point. How lowly I am that I don't really want to be close to the Creator, etc. And in this way, they would speak to themselves and to Hashem at length from the depth of their heart. But this has two dangers. The first, that one might criticize himself from his mind without real feeling. And in addition, the second is one who has worked on himself and developed himself in all areas of his personality is able to feel bitter for a while and then switch to joy. And that's not true of people who have not developed themselves sufficiently. They might fall into constant bitterness. And this will damage their avoda because without joy, there's nothing. And so therefore, a person has to practice self-affliction only if he feels like a person can be bitter for a time and then serve Hashem with pleasure and joy. 
And one should not practice this method if by criticizing yourself and placing severe demands on yourself, you will get depressed and will despair and become lethargic. If this method threatens to bring anyone to such a state, you, you cannot attempt it. So let's try to focus on an opposite approach. A person should devote an hour. You should devote an hour and pray for one thing, that you will truly want to become closer to Hashem. And even if, while saying that you want to come close, you discover that you really, you, that, that, you, that, that you really don't want it enough, that your ratzon is truly not as strong as you will want it to be, then you should not despair. On the contrary, you must know that it is impossible that you don't have any ratzon for this. The soul surely wants, and even in the conscious mind, there must be some small spark of a true ratzon. So what's the problem? What's the problem? The spark in relation to the veils that conceal, it seems nullified. But yet, one has to be stubborn and not give up. And the day after day, you have to go day after day and beg Hashem, Master of the world, I want to be close to you. This is not a, yet a request for closeness itself, but for the Ratzon to be close to the Creator. And once the Ratzon is attained, you should ask for the closeness itself. So you could spend a very long time working on this. If you do not have a lot of patience, you're going to give up. But that itself happens because you don't have enough Ratzon. So if you don't, don't have enough Ratzon to stubbornly pursue Ratzon, then you're not able to admonish yourself about it as the Tanya states that one should be bitter about this very fact and he doesn't want to want. Bitter at the fact itself that you don't want to want. And you should go to a sadiqam and listen to their words and their admonitions over and over again until something in you cracks open. In other words, if you cannot accomplish this on your own, either through bitterness or through stubbornness, then you need to you need an outer force to arouse you, namely people who speak words of truth, of MS. And the words that emanate from their hearts will enter your heart. Pay attention well to their words again and again and again and fulfill. I held fast and would not let go until something budges inside of you. But you must know that this is only the beginning of the path. You cannot merely listen to other people your entire life. This method is only meant to arouse the inner Ratzon so you can progress further. So, as we said, a person can experience bitterness of heart without losing joy is fortunate. If a person can do that without losing any joy, he's very fortunate because this bitterness can be used to break the heart of stone that does not want closest to Hashem. But the very bitterness one feels over the lack of Ratzon for closest to Hashem is itself a great Tikkun, which is a rectification for a person. In addition, even such a person may not suffice with bitterness and he has to focus also on the positive by praying to Hashem to draw him close, employing the left hand pushes away while the right hand draws close. Since you already, let's say, has he already has the left hand pushing away, then a person has to continue with the power of the right hand drawing close. So it seems to me, it seems to to hear the the uh, Rav Hagayon um, Itamar Schwartz that the issue of Ratzon is what prevents a person from advancing in all aspects of avoda. A person what might might start working on his tefillah. And we're going to learn the words of Azal, and, or he will learn the words of Azal that say, and see their truth, but it remains information. It remains information without any strong ratzon. And, and a person may try to apply what he has learned for a week or two and not succeed. He may take all sorts of excuses, but the real problem is that he started working on an area before he really wanted it. And one of the most fortunate is, one is most fortunate, let's say, if his ratzon is alive, burning, and strong. And here's a simple example. The great Sadiqam didn't waste a minute of the time. They were always learning Torah. 
serving Hashem or doing acts of kindness. Even while speaking with other people, they always made a calculation of how much time to speak and how much gratitude to express to people and what should be done to help a person forget his troubles and so on. And a person might observe and be amazed. How can a person live under such pressure with each moment being calculated? And such a life of constant pressure utilizing each moment seems superhuman and impossible. And this is a basic explanation. If someone takes a person and holds his nose and mouth shut, the victim will struggle with all his might each second to open them. If he succeeds for a moment, he will take a breath and then continue in his struggle without pause. And if a person feels that his very life depends on a certain action, he has no problem doing it over and over again for as long as necessary. On the other hand, the less vital an action is, the harder it is to maintain on a consistent basis. It becomes a chore. But if your life depends on it, then the action is a pleasure and you have a real desire to do it. A person delights in something that he feels is vital. Okay, so a person, for a person to live with the spiritual pressure, a person needs ratzon. And indeed, we're going to learn, or we, we, we read already in the Sephar, the Sephar Makadushim, that true ratzon and oneg, pleasure and delight, are one. The innermost level of ratzon is oneg. And once a person has tasted oneg, his ratzon is no longer a ratzon that requires effort, but a ratzon that flows, that flows from oneg. And once a person is privileged to delight in Hashem through Torah and mitzvot, then that person pursues them because of the inner delight that he gains from them. And there's also a level of doing things selflessly, but that's not the topic here. Okay, so the problem is that as long as a person has not attained oneg, a person tries to develop ratzon without pleasure. And that's the source of the difficulty. It's very hard to maintain a strong ratzon when there's no pleasure. And as long as a person doesn't want something with all of his might, he doesn't feel that he lacks anything and he'll be lazy. But if a person truly desires something and feels connected to it and delights in it, then that person will be keenly aware when he lacks it and will do anything necessary to attain it. So the intermediate stage of Ratzon without Oneg, or what can be described as an unfulfilled desire, is called in the Sepharam HaKedoshim, Kaf HaKela. The slingshot. Everyone who wants to serve Hashem must undergo the slingshot. The frustration and pain one feels from an unfulfilled desire. One will either experience it in this world, where it's possible to use it to build real ratzon and to consciously direct it to a spiritual oneg, which is eternal and lasting, closest to Hashem, or hasveh shalom, it will be imposed upon him in the next world, where he will chase after physical desires that can never be satisfied. You understand? So one way or the other, every human being must experience the pain of unfulfilled ratzon. As noted, if one is worthy, okay, a person will realize that this type of frustration is for your own good. And you'll use it to develop true ratzon, that ratzon to be close to Hashem. If, on the other hand, a person is not worthy, then his experience of the frustration is going to be limited to desiring material gratification. He'll, he'll covet silver and gold and luxury accommodations and dream of all kinds of desires which can, which can never be satisfied. But even those desires might not be strong enough. There must be a temporary stage of powerful desire that is not satisfied. So the intensification of the ratzon without satisfaction strengthens the feeling of lack and consequently the pain. If a person knows that this unfulfilled ratzon is Hashem's will, that, that will ease things a little. But in general, when one is working on his ratzon, it's hard to appreciate that such is the will of Hashem. 
So the building of this Ratzon is the true entry into the world of Avodah Hashem. As long as there's no real Ratzon, there is nothing to really push a person in the service of Hashem. And he can't succeed. So when the Ratzon is accompanied by pleasure, it's as if one already, it's already, in, it's already in the eternal world of reward. Referred to by Hazal as you will see your world in your life. And so when you will have the merit, you will desire each moment to cleave to Hashem and to learn to run, you will be able to do so. The problem that we have is that the is that desire, our desire to attain closeness to the Creator is superficial. We don't we haven't developed the inner ratzon. So it would be like like an inner ratzon, we would like it, but still feel no fulfillment. So it's easier to abandon the desire than to maintain an unfulfilled desire. And these are very fundamental principles in Avodah Hashem. Anyone who truly seeks the truth is required to know them and work with them. You must know that no one goes through this life without significant amount of suffering. Fortunate is he whose suffering comes from the Torah, from a true Ratzon, to attain closest to Hashem. And this is the meaning of the Pasuk. Hashem, fortunate is a person to whom you discipline through suffering and who thereby receives instruction from your Torah. Fortunate is a person who understands that the suffering he has to endure is a necessary part of our Avodah Hashem. Each soul comes into this world to fulfill a minimum quota of suffering. One who understands that he cannot, if you understand that, you can't escape suffering, you know, prefers to willfully assume it by working to become close to Hashem without receiving satisfaction rather than suffering in some other manner. So you get that? Let me repeat that. If you understand that you cannot escape suffering, right? If you cannot escape suffering, prefers... You, you would prefer to willfully assume it by working to become close to Hashem without receiving satisfaction rather than suffering in the same manner. So when a person doesn't understand this, he tries to escape this kind of suffering and wants to live in peace. And this is alluded to in the Hazal. Yaakov wished only to dwell in peace and tranquility, but he was overwhelmed by the agony he suffered over Yosef. And you have to persist for a long time in building up your ratzon, even when it means unfulfilled, even when it remains unfulfilled. Only when you reach this degree of ratzon, as Abraham Avinu cried, Save me, Hashem, the floodwaters, the floodwaters have overwhelmed my soul. Will Hashem reveal the true light so that you will feel Him? But as long as the ratzon is not strong enough to trouble you and doesn't live with you each moment, then the light of Hashem cannot truly rest upon you. Bezat Hashem, may Hashem help us with Siyat Adishmaya to desire. We want to show Allah give each and every one of us a desire to have the true Ratzon and to attain it. And may we want to show Allah help us to satisfy that we should be able to satisfy that Ratzon as it says, then you will delight upon Hashem. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen Ve'Amen.